We've got football coming up tonight. The NFL season kicks off with the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs playing host to the Houston Texans. Out on the diamond, it was a beautiful day for some baseball. And heading into 2020, many people thought there would be no high school football. Welcome to the WNCT Podcast Network. You're listening to WNCT 9 on your side, Sports Talk, with sports director Brian Bailey, Nolan Knight, and Kelsey O'Donnell. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to our Not On Your Side Sports Podcast. Brian Bailey, Kelsey O'Donnell, Nolan Knight joining you to talk a little sports as we get set from Thanksgiving to the Christmas holidays, and sports kind of it kind of slows down just a little bit, but there's still plenty of action. College basketball has been kind of day-to-day, you know, when you look at the Pirates' schedule. They weren't supposed to play Charlotte until next year. They had to play them uh, in their opening game on the road this year. They weren't supposed to play North Carolina Wesleyan, but they were able to schedule that game. And, and really, right now for college basketball, because of the COVID-19, it's really hit and miss, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. And when we were looking at the football season, football is so different from basketball when you're preparing for games. It, I mean, it, it can take, you need as many days as possible to prepare for a team because of schemes and to feel like you're on an even playing field. Where in basketball, you you know, you, the NCAA tournament's a perfect example. You don't know who you're playing until the right. day before. Mm-hmm. And in basketball, it's not as important in terms of, you know, getting prepared to face off against a team, knowing what their personnel is and all that, you can do that pretty quickly in basketball. So you can have the quick turnarounds like we saw East Carolina have from thinking that they were going to be playing one team to all of a sudden uh, having a new opponent the next day. So it, And I think we're going to see a lot of that uh, this season. Maybe not as much once conference play picks up, but a good start for them, that's for yeah, sure. It really How soon was. was that? They canceled on, what, a Sunday? Or they pulled out on a Sunday and then found out they are playing Charlotte, what, on a Wednesday? Maybe might have been closer than that. Yeah. And, and then there they went know, off and what, What's happening now is, is, is teams, because basketball is only, you know, 12, 14 people on the roster, 15 maybe, uh, you're looking at if one guy gets COVID-19, it's almost like the whole thing gets shut down. Right. Because Such the, a small team too. Because the contact tracing and – and one of the things, because I've been amazed at, is seeing some of the technology, some of the, the little watches that mm-hmm. guys are wearing, yeah. and they can go back and they can find out how often you were that close to a certain person. That's interesting. And, I haven't seen those. Oh, my yet. goodness. Is it's this just, for college or it's, NBA? It's both. I, I, I think they're pretty all, accessible All now. over. Wow. Yeah. I guess you know somebody made some money on them. But, but they, <laughs> I need one of those. They can go back away and from you guys. <laughs> put, put the thing in the computer, and they can figure out you know who you've been around, and, and that's – but that's the hard part about basketball is because, you know, and, and I just talked to Coach Dooley, Joe Dooley, head men's basketball coach, and he said the crazy thing is these guys are inside banging each other, you know, trying to get rebounds and hitting one another yeah. and sweating on top of one another. And then when we get them up to the side, we have to separate them. I mean, he says, he says yeah, we're doing tough. all we can, but it's just it doesn't make any sense. He said he felt like a hockey uh, player yeah. in Charlotte because <laughs> all the plexiglass all around him, and he thought he was in the penalty box. Most of the game, and he said he hates coaching in the mask. He said you won't believe how hot it is yelling and screaming through that mask. And you know, Joe's a yeller. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he's <laughs> he, he's yelling the entire game. So I've tried working um, out in them, and that is not fun. It can't. And be. like running with and, and oh high my school goodness. basketball. Getting Test ready to start. your lungs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of high school sports, there's a big big deal today. The North Carolina High School Athletic Association's Board of Governors came out with some new things, and and there's really some interesting things that they, they've come up with. One of the things is they're not going to subdivide for the football playoffs. I saw anymore. that. So instead of having eight state champions, and usually we have two or three or four teams right. playing, yeah. you know, now we're going to go to four state champions again for football. 
And I was a little surprised at that because, you know, I was surprised at that. I was also surprised that they're going to go from 11-game schedule to a 10-game schedule. That's, you know, I, I don't mean, understand yeah. that because that's your, your the, the moneymaker right there. Yeah. You're playing high school football yeah. games in your home Especially games. Especially hosting playoff games. Right, you know. And, and having that, that income coming in, so instead of 11 regular season games, now you're only going to have 10. So I was a little surprised Are they expanding that, the playoffs then? I don't know. I didn't see that as part of the deal. But I do know that, that the subdivision, because when J.H. Rose went on their four-year run of state championships, they were the 4A state champion. Okay. And the Charlotte schools and some of the Raleigh schools, they were considered 4AA. And that was when Independence was in their heyday. So mm-hmm. Independence and Rose, and we always would talk to one another, do you think Rose could have played with Independence? And they could have played with them. I don't know if they would have beaten them. Every, I know they wouldn't have beat them every year. I think it was one or two years, at least one year I know of. I think Rose was really, really good. I think they would have beaten Independence, but you know we'll never know. They're both the state <laughs> champions, but now it's gonna and that's gonna hurt some of the the one A, the, the real small one A. It's really gonna hurt teams that um, it, it, because you're, you're you're doing this, less teams are gonna end up making the playoffs, and unless it's this really big playoff situation, and, and because of that, now we're gonna be and if they're playing less games. Then it's going to be all about strength of schedule and, and yeah. a lot of I we should have got in they should have got in and I, I I don't know if I like that to be honest with yeah. you I think it'll also affect recruiting too because you know a lot of these coaches love to go to the, I mean you can go to your occasional like in season games but the postseason is when oh yeah you see yeah. a ton of those coaches out there recruiting and if they're not as many teams are going out there not that many kids are going to be getting the, enough looks the playoffs are the best and and. and you know, it will be easier on our end to keep up with things because because eight classifications was hard because you got the one I double. I finally gotten it down. <laughs> I'm a little upset about. I beat it, beat his head in a couple of times about what one double A and one A. And, Believe me, you know, I was right there. I finally got. I it. heard it down the totem pole. Now you get yeah. Nolan, but then I would stay quiet, and then Nolan would tell me what. You to go figure that it. thing out, but it was uh, it was fun while it lasted. But now we're down to four as far as the classification. It won't start until August of 2021, so we will still have them subdivided if we get to play high school football okay. uh, late February is opening day uh, February 26th I believe is the date the first Friday night and they're going to play a seven game schedule and then have the high school football playoffs leading up to the state championships in April which is going to be bizarre we're going to have some cold you know, covering, football yeah, it's going to be <laughs> freezing out there all right speaking of cold football Pirates have had their troubles this year but they bounce back with the win at Temple mm-hmm. and then they come back home to play SMU and SMU was nationally ranked for, yeah. for that was of the a year. fun game to watch and the Pirates put 45 on them now in, in, in the first quarter in, or first half first half yeah <laughs> when all your days of watching football I mean how many times have you seen a team put 45 and you've seen your <laughs> Alabamas of the world I guess yeah. but but in person I don't think I've ever seen 45. I didn't want to seven possessions, seven scores, yeah. six touchdowns. And, 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 they probably would have had seven, but the clock was running out on them. So they in typical <laughs> Coach Houston fashion, he, he said, "Well, we could have had four more. We had a little breakdown." <laughs> when they got the field goal, so forty-five-seven was that score, and fifty-two thirty-eight East Carolina knocking off the Mustangs of SMU. And the best part about that win, and, and the best soundbite—I don't know if you guys heard that. You know, I get a chance to interview Coach Houston for the Coaches Show, right. and we use some of that for our on air in the Zoom call. He made the statement that, look, if people would just leave us the hell alone, which I thought was great. because, And I asked him later on, I said, well, why would you make a statement like that? And he, he said, well, you know, I got a whole stack of emails. You know, we, we've struggled this year at times. And, and you know, Aww. I've got a whole stack of emails about how to do things better and this. And he would joke during the season. Tell me all, though. Right, exactly. <laughs> he would joke during the season. He would say, he would say uh, after a big after a win, after the South Florida win, he said, he said, funny thing, I woke up Sunday morning, I was smart again. 
It's the dangest thing yeah. because everybody, you know, that's how fans that's are. That's emails but. he gets from fans. Yeah, fans send him emails. And, and, and he nice. joked about it, though. He, he said, you know, I understand. Because he, he's a big Dallas Cowboy fan. And he said Boo. back in the day, watching that, <laughs> back in the day, he said he used to used to get mad at like Coach Parcells or what mm-hmm. he would do, and he would send you know. <laughs> what do you really? He would you know. <laughs> How about that? Have you ever done that? I feel like you've that's done karma. That. No, back I've to never. I've never emailed a coach. If I was going to email somebody, it'd be Mike McCarthy for some of that stupidity <laughs> he had on Thanksgiving night for the Cowboys. But <laughs> look out! Yeah, it's uh. Yeah, it's funny how fans react to everything because the the one group that really doesn't want to lose at all are, are your coaches. I mean, yeah. they're, they're working so hard yeah, trying to win. Their paycheck it. depends on it. But uh, sometimes fans can't well, say that. Well, the worst ones to deal with, I got this a lot in lacrosse, are the ones that think they know what they're talking about and will tell you how to do, because I've coached before, I refed. Um, they tell you, try and tell you what to do. I'm like, you have no you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when they're like, yeah, this is my first year watching the sport. I'm like, what? Why are you giving your input right now? <laughs> Did anybody ever get on you about how you played? Any fans? How I played? Yeah. Um, not so much how I play. Um, when I was coaching, I used to coach a um, youth travel team. Oh, there's a hard. Sometimes the parents were uh, like, why oh, aren't you? you're putting out fires yeah. left and right. And why I aren't it. you playing my yeah. daughter more? Or my daughter, yeah, it's, yeah. And my daughter would come up to me when she was playing high school ball and she would say, Dad, you know, co- coach is batting the eighth. Or, or yeah. coach is, you know, he's going to pin, he's going to, he's going to designate a hit for me because he thinks I'm the weakest bat yeah. in the lineup. And I'd say, Well, you know what? If you hit it, he's not going to put somebody in. <laughs> well, the biggest I'm not thing, yeah. That you said that. Yeah, you got to understand that. I mean, I mean, I understand. He's not going to, he, he doesn't dislike you to put you on the bench. Right. He dislikes the fact that you've struck out four straight times yeah. and you got to hit the ball. <laughs> Well, and a lot of times Daddy it dearest. was, yeah, the girls running back to their oh, parents goodness. pissed off because we had conditioning or that all of a sudden made us bad coaches. I'm like, oh, well, we're helping you in the long run. <laughs> I used to tell the girls that if they showed up late, they had to run extra laps. And so one of the moms came up one and said, Brian, it's not her fault. Please don't make her run. Oh. I said, whose fault is it? She says, Mom, run late. I said, start running. <laughs> Did she run? No, she didn't. <laughs> she took her daughter and moved to another team. But anyway, oh. I digress. See ya. But, but no, it was uh, that was fun playing and stuff like that and coaching yeah. and stuff like I that. I miss it. I really do miss that. Yeah. Were you ever coaching or playing? No, I, I mean I've played everything under the sun, but yeah. I heard you played a little golf the old day. You did pretty well. Yeah, you did. <laughs> not, not good enough to brag about on the, the podcast. I am a think. terrible golfer. Let me tell I'm you. I'm picking it up. The past couple of times I've played. I would think you'd be okay because you're well, pretty athletic. I used to play field hockey, so I oh, hit it like a. Yeah. <laughs> That's all my baseball like friends say. But after they go, you just got to go enough. T- everyone's bad at the beginning. Yeah, I guess I don't really have enough you go time enough to go. Times, then I would like to get better at it. We can all maybe we'll do a golf outing. <laughs> All right, how was it the other day? Because you, we haven't seen, Kelsey and I haven't been there for the Coliseum with no fans for a game, but you've been right. fortunate enough to go. Uh, you were over there for the North Carolina Wesleyan game. What was it like? Yeah, I've, I've talked about this a couple of times, and it's different. It, it's So at Minji's, it's, there, there's a couple of, of schools in the country that, that still have the retractable seats, and, and Minji's, of course, have the retractable seats. So all the seats are, are, are back. The, the ones on the baseline, the one on the sidelines, they're all back. And so you, you have obviously the floor, and then just off to the left of the floor, where normally there would be this, the seats out and um, a couple of rows of, of press, are two little plastic tables, <laughs> one of them being the home radio broadcast, one the away radio broadcast, and they have plexiglass up there, and they're the only ones there. And then there's managers. You know in tennis how there's like ball, ball boys on the, the side of the tennis? Yeah. 
that are six feet apart waiting for a ball to come to them. It's the same thing. That all the <laughs> managers are six feet apart on, on the edge around the arena. Um, the regular presser on the right side is up, and that looks normal. Uh, and then the only thing you hear, there's a little bit of crowd noise. It's not as loud as uh, the football stadium one is, but you, you hear the, the pirate bench going, defense, defense. <laughs> So they're trying to generate some excitement for their team. That's the only thing. Probably in a the fun stands. job behind the scenes. And, and there's <laughs> I, maybe ten people that were in the stands, press and uh, school personnel and, and stuff. The athletic director, John Gilbert, was there, um, and you can point out each one of them because wow. there's no one in the stands. Yeah. But it, it was different. Um, but it's basketball, and and you, I I could tell Joe Dooley was getting frustrated <laughs> with the mask over his yeah. face. Yeah. You should see if you can cheer loud and hear yourself on the broadcast. <laughs> yeah, if I just yell. Yeah. <laughs> Watch WNCT. That's a goal. There's a goal. Pirates taking on Radford coming up on Saturday. East Carolina's ladies got a big win at Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justice G hit a three. I'm telling you, if we the three of us went out to shoot baskets to try that three-point shot that she banked in from that angle, that is a very difficult shot. I haven't talked to her yet, but I do want to know were you trying to bank it or did you just throw I, it up? Yeah, that's the first thing. I, I got a feeling she was she just threw it up there and I when she shot it I went, Oh, that's not oh and it just it <laughs> slipped right through. I mean it, Hey, in Adam Sandler's uh, Grown Ups movie, he, he hits that same shot and like it's money every time. Oh, so she maybe she's been watching some grown ups. Well, she made that shot, and that was a big one for East Carolina, knockoff Virginia, playing Georgia, uh, coming up later on this afternoon at Williams Arena, Menzies Coliseum. Anything else you guys have on your minds? We got through Thanksgiving, now we're headed toward Christmas and the holidays, and uh, at least we do have sports. We got a lot to be thankful for as far as that goes, because yeah. for a while in 2020, it was really dark as far as sports goes, but I think we've, I think we've turned the corner sports-wise, although I think college basketball is going to have a lot of, you know, Cancellations and postponements yeah. and that kind of thing. But because of that, we we're getting a, we're getting a lot of these games in the early afternoon. I kind of like coming home <laughs> at, at four o'clock and there being an NFL game on a Wednesday. Yeah. yeah, you've had some really good college basketball at two o'clock in the afternoon. I think Wednesday football think, is a little sloppy though. I, hey, <laughs> I, I don't mind the their afternoon games during the week. You have sports all the time. You said sports where it's the slow period, but it's kind of the crossover season. It now, is. So yeah, I, I kind of like, like that. It. Steelers eleven and zero. Can they run yeah. the table? <laughs> they probably are the least hyped 11 and 0 team of all yeah, time, you know, and they're probably we'll the, the least. Though. I think they're the least talented 11. I don't think they're that good, but they just keep winning. Their defense. Mike Tomlin's a, a great underrated. coach. Yeah. I love Mike Tomlin, and he's coach. always on the hot seat, and I don't understand yeah. it. Every year, people, the Steeler fans, aren't happy with him, and then here they are again, going to make a yeah. playoff. And run. Big Ben, there's yeah. always something negative in the. Press I don't about see. Him, I, I don't like. see Pittsburgh beating Kansas City in the playoffs. I just think no. Kansas City's too good. Yeah, I, I agree. I with think that one. Pittsburgh's good. They could lose to Washington because that's just the, the 2020. Oh, I don't think coming out. Yeah, but I think <laughs> Buffalo is a big test for them, and they play somebody else that I think has a chance later on. Oh, Cleveland—that'd be a great game at the end of the year. Cleveland, yeah, Cleveland's yeah. had a good they, year. They've so. clinched their best season since like 2000 yeah. or something already with you know X amount of weeks left. All right, anything else on you guys' minds before we let everybody go? Countdown to Christmas is on. What do you want for Christmas? For all of these sports to continue playing. (laughs) That's the right answer. To keep keep our jobs. That's a good idea. Yeah, to keep our jobs. All right. For Noah Knight, Kelsey O'Donnell, I'm Brian Bailey. Thanks so much for listening to our Not On Your Side Sports Podcast, and we'll see you back here next week.